Hey followers, this is your boy, Movie Maker Doug 55. Here we are again on Relentless and Unstoppable. I'm Doug Kenny along with my coach and mentor, actor Andy McPhee. Hey Andy, how you doing? Hey Doug, are you being relentless and unstoppable this week? Yes, I am. I'm relentless yeah. and unstoppable, Doug. That's awesome, mate, because it's right behind you, so don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so we have a, an amazing lady on today that we met at Women of Achievements Award. Would you like to introduce Lisa to everybody? Yeah, how we met is through Woman of Achievement pageant, and her speech that she gave at the pageant left such an impact on me. So I'm pleased to welcome Lisa Hopkins to the show. Welcome. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Hey, Doug. Hey, Andy. How are y'all doing? I'm good. You're in Alabama, yeah? Yes, true. Oh, cool. Well, I'm in LA. Doug's in Phoenix. We've got a bit of a triangle going on here. Yes, we do. Yeah. Alabama. Uh, <laughs> so let's um, let's let the the viewers uh, um, hear Lisa's story. Okay. So yeah, Lisa. I must ask you. Uh, could you share with our viewers what Woman of Achievement is about? Uh, yes, it's a pageant for women who have platforms. I think this song is perfect during these difficult times. Um, you gotta have faith. So, when you believe. It's a competition and they have, it's the nationals every year. So people from different states can come. Some states compete to be in it and some states doesn't. Um, but each has a title and you go and nationals and you do have to competition for that in front of judges. And it's based on our platforms mainly. And every woman has a story and every woman has a platform that's in it. So it's, just a competition on our our um, achievements, basically. Yeah, that's and look, I was um, I've, I've judged um, twice now, and I think it, it's just amazing. Like um, you know, hearing the stories of what women have been through and their inspiration for other women who and, and there's so many different platforms. Um, you know, people dealing with survived cancer, abuse, uh, domestic abuse. Um, uh, what there was, oh yes, um, 
depression, anxiety, uh, or people standing for others, you know, like people with autism, someone's got a platform for them. So it's such a, a variety, but uh, it's a lot of fun because you guys get to uh, have uh, the, 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 the ballroom, um, you know, you know, like the real pageants do, you know, you come out in your, your, your gowns and it's amazing. You have the fitness area, then you have the creative area, which was awesome. Yours was Wonder Woman, right? Yes, correct. I was taught at a young age to always hide behind a mask. I was that little girl who was abused by a close family member. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, Thank that, you. Was, that yeah. was great. That was great. That was a great speech, and it had such an impact on me. Like when you were like, I chose to get rid of the mask, and you threw your mask away. Like, uh -huh. I was thinking to myself, that's a well planned speech. Like, I don't think I would have thought of that. It was five years in the making, that speech. Yeah, yeah. I'm only yeah. sorry that I didn't think of it first. <laughs> <laughs> So I chose to get rid of the mask. Well, like you just said, Lisa, you said it's five years in the making, but it was actually a lifetime in the making. Yes, correct. Yes. But you know, actually that, trying to get the story out was five exactly. years. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that lifetime and then creating that story, how to get it across and sharing with people, um, you know, the fact that we all wear a mask of some sort. You know, um, and it's hard to take that off and reveal sometimes when you've been through trauma. So, look, that was really it was it was awesome. So, Doug, um, I know you have a whole uh, bunch of questions for Lisa. So back to you. Yeah, I must ask you, uh, uh, Lisa, uh, what do you do as part as your platform for Women of Achievement in your career? Um, I am in the process of trying to get more opportunities. Um, I, right now, I've been doing several interviews um, since this last pageant. Um, I want doors to open up to where maybe I could just go share that speech now that I finally got it down pat um, to be able to go into, you know, like maybe even schools if they would let me go in and share in the speech. Of, are have um, be a motivational speaker and people come hear it. Um, right now, I just go. I've, I've, you know, of course, I've been to women's groups, shelters, and stuff like that. But um, right now, I'm just waiting for doors to open to be able to get the story out there to other people that needs to hear it. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. that's really cool. Feel free to use the footage I captured in your speech in your cause if necessary. I do have it on YouTube now. I created a YouTube channel and it's on there. Oh, great. Yeah. But I, Doug, I could send you the link if you want to share it. Um, yeah, somehow. for sure. The link, yeah. everybody, is right here. Yeah, that's great because uh, um, to be able to get that out for you and, and share it on our um, platforms, and Doug does an amazing job of. Uh, you know, uh, running all that side. He's involved with another um, project, a community project of ours, and uh, he does some really cool stuff. So you're in the right hands with him sharing. But um, anyway, awesome. yeah, back to you, Doug. Yeah, I must ask you, Lisa, uh, 
what happened that led to you going on this journey? Um, you mean the, the trauma? Yeah, the trauma, yeah. Um, it's still pretty much blocked. Um, I've, um, I think I know kind of the piece of counseling. So um, a lot of it, like I mentioned, was not so much that trauma. Well, it happened afterwards. It's like the emotional um, not having support of, you know, is pretty much the complex part of mine. So um, if, if I really had to say, I would say it's a sexual abuse as a young child. But then what happened afterwards is pretty much the um, post-traumatic part of complex part. Did you feel um, alone, like because you couldn't share it with anyone, like it was all by yourself and no support? Yes, that must have correct. been hard. Yes, that must have correct. been really hard as a young young child, and then going into adulthood, that must have been really terrible. Yes, yeah, it really affected me later on, like forties, I think, is when it started hitting me. I'm just, wow. I'm just curious, Lisa, based on what you said. Did the hormones of being a teenager play a role in your traumatic stress disorder getting worse? Um, I would have to say in my teenage years, no. Um, and let, well, possibly. Um, I probably went down a lot of wrong roads in my teenage years because of, you know, the past. But um, it seems like I was more able to cope with it in my teenage years than I was when I got older. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just a question, a good question, Doug. Um, and thanks, Lisa, for that. So do you think coping with it as a teenager, um, for whatever reason that was, you know, because of maybe you had friends around you and it was blocked out a little bit, but when you got into the adult years, do you feel it was like um, you didn't have anywhere to share that? And again, that loneliness came back of like, it's you're still carrying that weight around and there's nothing to distract you from it now being an adult. Correct. Mm. Yeah, it, it, wow. it was until and for so long, I couldn't pinpoint what the problem was. Like, right. I feel like felt like something was wrong, but I, I couldn't get the affirmation or the confirmation or whatever. So mm. and then at that point, you just think you're crazy, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Gosh. Um, well, thanks for sharing that. Back to you, Doug. Yeah. I must ask you, Lisa, you said in your speech at the pageant that you had to go through the layers of your onion because of what you went through, your stinky layer as you said it. <laughs> I began to feel my onion layer by stinky layer. Yes. How did you do that? Um, that was through lots of years, and I said years, um, of counseling, therapy, um, being in a women's shelter, um, women's group that I went to weekly. Um, I, I used my faith, a lot of my faith, um, higher power got me through it. So prayer, um, like I said, it was years. It, it took years. And I realize now that it had to, because at 
I wasn't ready for some of the layers. Um, I had to go through like the minor layers earlier before I could get to the, you know, core root. So that's why it took so long. Yeah, I got the Shrek reference right away in your speech. Mm -hmm. You know, with onions have layers, ogres yes. have layers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it must have been, um, it must have been a real uh, weight on you mentally. Um, and did that have any effect on you, like with relationships and, uh, you know, having that sit there and not being able to just be open with it and, and feel free to be? Did that hold you back a lot? Oh, yes. Uh, like I said, I'm 54 now and um, relationships have not been a good thing with me. Um, I did get married once and it only lasted five years. Even going through the divorce um, with me with no re recollection of a childhood thing, the lawyer of his, um, when I'm on sand, he's sitting there saying what happened to me as a child was the reason for our marriage not working. And I just bursted into tears crying because I was like, I don't, you know, I don't know. Like, um, so it's almost wow. like he had more info than I did. Um, so yeah, um, I've not had like a steady relationship much since my divorce. Um, I'm still single, um, after my divorce of almost 30 years now, I guess. And, um, it's hard to trust. Um, I, it's hard for me to have close friends that I can trust. And then if I do find one, I find out I can't. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been a very lonely journey. Yeah, I, I really got that from um, when I first mentioned a while ago. I just heard the the standalone and loneliness, which, and I say this, hopefully it comes across right. I mean, you're not the cause of that loneliness. Um, it's just the circumstances. But I really get what you're saying is that it's just trying to find a way through all that to be able to trust people to be able to have faith in, you know, um, people again, because when when you're violated through trust with people you trust, boy, that must be such a difficult thing to then try and look at anybody and go, especially relationships, go, oh, I don't even know anything about you. Is it worth trying to find out? Am I going to get hurt again? It must be tough. But I'm sure listening to you and your speech, I, I really believe that, you know, that will be another journey for you, a, a, you know, a breakthrough, you know, sooner than later, hopefully, because you're on the right path anyway, like dealing with all those circumstances with what you're doing. Right. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah, like my, my counselor said I had to feel like with the layers, I would have the trigger, which is the trigger or the memory, so to speak. And when I feel the pain with the memory, then, and I can see like once I do have a recollection of something and, and feel that pain, I don't really have that trigger for that same circumstance anymore. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, yeah, Doug, <laughs> uh, you, you have a few more questions too, I think, don't you? Yeah. So, Lisa, you're, the journey you've been on really is inspiring. Like, I must, and I can relate to a lot of the stuff you said, and and I must ask you, uh, how did you hold up in COVID times? 
the beginning, it was tough. Um, it was like a lot of um, triggers there of, you know, the past. But as I said in my speech, um, it turned out to where I was able to be here with my dad and my stepmother. And so actually this go around, I felt safe during COVID, where in the past I didn't. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. it absolutely does. How, when, what, what made you decide to go down your path of being the Wonder Woman as a model? <laughs> Well, that's, that was in the story, even prior to this speech. Um, I've always been told I look like Linda Carter, um, who played the original um, Wonder Woman. And she was kind of like a hero to me watching her growing up, um, kind of like she was one of my heroes. And I remember having a Halloween costume of her when I was little. So one year for Halloween, I went and got me another Hall adult um, Wonder Woman costume. So when I went to the pageant, Women of Achievement pageant, there was, I don't know if y'all know Molly Edwards, but so she was there um, as Wonder Woman um, one year. And she gave me the idea that I could use Wonder Woman in the pageant as well. So I went and had a custom made Wonder Woman suit, just like Linda Carter's. And so when I did the pageant in 2018, um, I had the same speech, actually, but without the other mask. Um, when I did it in 2018, um, I tried to do the same speech, but I was actually in that speech. I was coming out of the Wonder Woman and into a um, tried to bloom into the blue rose. over my minutes so I didn't get to finish the speech so that's why I said the speech <laughs> so um with COVID coming into play it, it just it just kind of worked to where that's how it became the two mask of Wonder Woman that's great yeah. what was yeah, the awesome. rose a reference to what was what reference to I didn't catch the that rose the blue rose Oh, the blue rose. Okay. So the blue rose is um, my favorite color is blue, um, the turquoise blue, kind of like what I'm wearing. Um, so I, um, and then one year in the pageant, I sung the rose by Bette Midler. And so that part I played at the end of the speech, you know, that's what I felt like. I've been that rose that wasn't able to bloom. So now that I've taken the mask off, I'm now able to bloom. And so since the blue is my favorite color, that's why I just say I'm the unique blue rose. That's great. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Can I ask you a question? Have, have you ever thought about, you may have already done it, um, meeting up with other women who've been through very similar circumstances, and you know having issues with finding right relationships have you thought of little support groups with a small group of women to you know like support each other in um you know trying to 
to work out relationships and find relationships, but having a safe group of women in case you do go out on a date or something. And then, I don't know, I'm not saying it's going to go wrong because there's a lot of good men out there, but it's just the trust factor. Um, having that little support group to support you in finding relationships. Have you thought of that? Yeah, I've been in one, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, those, I was in one of those for years. I've moved now, so I've not got the same one. But um, but yeah, I I've done that for years, and and then I I still have my close friends. I know I can trust um, yeah. without a doubt that I've known for years and years and years. And if I do happen to find a guy I'm going to go out with, they they know when I'm going. They they keep in contact. They know when I'm back, and you know. So yeah, I, right. I that safe group. <laughs> yeah, I thought you might have already you know. Uh, moved in that area but that's good because we do we no matter what what we go through in life with circumstances and things happen you do need a support group whatever it'll be you know mm -hmm. um yeah oh, that's awesome um doug back to you we've only got a couple minutes left so yeah i see the wonder woman badge on your shirt lisa that was from christine the other judge christine she gave me that at the end of the pageant <laughs> That's really cool. So yeah. after that, I just have one last question, which is what impact do you think your story could have on future people in this world? I hope what my goal is, is to help others who might feel they're crazy and to let them know they're not. Mine is specific for people who's blocked it, you know, um, and, and if, if, any way of hearing mine can help them trigger enough to know that they're not crazy because that's been my yeah. biggest yeah that's great and and you know it's a it's a tough road because sometimes people don't want to hear about it you know and that's yeah. things that we come up against but that doesn't matter we we just keep going and you keep doing what you're doing and um gaining more support and which is great um because Doug uh, will share it, you know, your YouTube channel and, and keep posting it to our different groups. So uh, just little baby steps and everything, even if it's only two people that come to and go, wow, you just helped me. Like that's working, you know, yes. it's working. Yeah. Well, look, really appreciate um, you coming on, Lisa, and I'll hand it back to Doug, but we'll definitely chat again like down the track a bit in a few months to see where you're at to see what's um what's happening with you 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 know in okay. a few months time yeah that sounds good thanks for having yeah, me awesome. yeah, thanks sure. for sharing that. Mm -hmm. yeah so followers i want to thank both andy and lisa for appearing on the show everybody their facebook profiles are right here <laughs> and We'll see you next time on Being Relentless and Unstoppable. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks.